being resourceful is the number one common trait amongst the most successful people. And that's according to Tony Robbins. What's up, everybody? DJ Quarles. Bob Sophia. Today we're going to be talking about resources, resourcefulness. So like Bob, you know, I guess if we want to get off the top first, what is being resourceful? Like what is that uh, when, when you hear somebody or you say, if you describe someone as a resourceful person, like what would you, like what would that sound like? What would you say about that person? I would say they don't necessarily know the answers to everything, but if I asked them, if they didn't know, they'd be able to find it. They'd be able to, yeah. they'd be able to come up with a solution. Yeah. As opposed to having an answer that's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It makes me think about that too. It's like that, uh, the story of, um, we were talking before and it was Andrew Carnegie about how he was being interviewed by the uh, Jerry at one time and they were just asking him questions that were completely, I think they were trying to prove that he wasn't as smart as he was. Yeah. And they were asking him questions that were just completely off the subject. And he's like, pause for a second. You guys are asking me information, uh, questions in a variety of different topics that I don't need to clog my brain with. In my office, I have press the click of a button and I have the smartest people in the world that come into my office and can answer all of these questions. So why do I need to know the answer to them? And yeah. Yeah. Bringing it to street level. I mean, yeah. Back down where we hang out. Like I, I see it with agents all the time. Yeah. What would you say? Or like, you know, as an agent, what would you say? I think a lot of people want to prove that they're smart. Uh -huh. So they want to prove that they're smart and where I picked it up the first time is I was probably like, 20 years old, 21 maybe. Mm -hmm. I tried my hand at car sales at my uncle's car lot. <laughs> and uh, I was so nervous that I didn't know how an engine worked or how a spark plug worked or like really the basics of a motor. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, how am I going to sell a car? If somebody asks me how many horsepower it has, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Right? But I think it was my uncle that said to me, like, you don't need to know the answer you just need to know how to find it mm. and people appreciate that more mm. than giving them the wrong answer mm. but fast forward to where we are today and you know working with so many new agents you know I mean that's can't that's our thing is like helping new agents learn how to be top agents right or even take experience from, even experienced experience agent who's been working by themselves for so long you're never really working by yourself you always have a team that's right and I think that that is probably the thing that I, I hang at the space I hang out in the most is because, you know, everybody feels like they need to know the answer to something, mm -hmm. but I've sold thousands of houses. Mm -hmm. And even if I know the answer, sometimes I tell you, well, let me just check. Let me just check on this real quick. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I, I can see where someone that's new to the business or maybe not new is climbing the ranks of the business and they want to show that they're smart. It's just not the way to do it. Yeah. Knowing the answer is not the way to show that you're smart. Yeah. So, and, and you know, staying right on that topic, I feel like that's probably one of the biggest advantages of hanging out with me. Well, well, well while we're right here, yeah. right? While we're on the space of a newer agent or we're on the space of real estate agents in general, what would you say are some of the top, resources every real estate agent if you're in the real estate business or yeah real estate let's keep it there if you're in the real estate business whether you're new or experienced what would you say the top resources that you need are that can help you i think that 
I think that, you know, on the day-to-day, it's yeah. looking at questions you get, you know, the same questions get asked every day. Yeah. Just in a different way. In a different way. It's always yeah. the same questions, and it's always the same things that, like, what are the interest rates? Right. You're not going to get catch me in that trap. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere close to that. Yeah. That's having a resource, like, you know. Um, so... Eric Kimball, he's a special resource to me because he's more than just a mortgage resource to me. Like, I get advice on everything except women from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he, um, he's one of those people that knows the answer, or, he'll, or he checks his resources. But yeah. he's, a great, he's, a great, he's a great piece of my resource my resources. So for every real estate agent though, you're saying a mortgage lender, someone, yeah. your mortgage your lender partner. Yeah. Whether it's one or multiple, but your lender partners are yeah. a must. Yeah. Have a solid one. Cause I can count, I mean I couldn't I couldn't count on on my hands and feet how many deals Eric has either helped us avoid or helped push through when someone else wasn't able to push through. And the ones that he's helped avoid have man, they're probably even bigger than the ones that he's helped push through rather than someone else says that or if Eric or if they get denied and then someone else approves them yeah rather than I mean then you find out three months into the deal two months into the deal that that person is no longer approved anymore Eric's like hey I told you guys I told you this two three months ago yeah I think I I had this aha moment last Friday you're working through a deal so I've gotten I've started putting my hands back in the like production of Buyers, I put a couple of buyers on a contract, a couple of listings, right? Which I hadn't done in a couple of years. But one thing I learned real quick, this is my aha from last Friday, is that, you know, it's always like, we're always like trying to figure out, well, it's not that, it's like, we know the benefits of working with Eric. Right? Yeah. You and I both know yeah. the benefits, how he's saved our ass, and he's helped us get stuff closed that shouldn't have been closed, right? Right, right. But it's, it's like that importance that we put on that relationship and like we're able to to relay that to our clients to avoid something going wrong yeah but the thing that hit me in my head the other night is because i was like why you know it seems like every time we get new people to the team or or new agents to the team or agents that are successful they don't put as much priority in that relationship but i'll say from the agents on our team is that they don't normally have to deal with the hiccups that happen working with other companies. Yeah. Right? So, like, that, it just hit me all of a sudden. I'm like, yeah. you know, why is it such a challenge? Why are they just not a big deal to get them over to the lender? You know, they don't really make a big deal out of it. It's not like, oh, well, these people didn't want to go. With, like, it's like, it's just like nonchalant. It's because they haven't been in that moment. Yeah. When you went through it, when it's like one of those lessons that it's easier, you know, like, I guess you gotta learn the. Sometimes you gotta you learn the hard to, way. You don't like, want to have to learn the hard way. It's part of being resourceful. It's not learning the hard way. Learning from somebody else that's already failed and done it before you. I mean, like, I, that's the whole point. That's what resources do for you. We'll they're s- like a. They're like a. Like a. A shortcut. Fast track. Yeah. Fast track. We'll swing back around to being resourceful and yeah. resources all around. But you know, as a to stay where we're at, a real estate agent. You know, someone. Um, one is so okay. Real estate agent resources that you must have. Your mortgage partner, your lender partner, right? What's another? Closing attorney mm-hmm. or an attorney. That's a but big one. Like, I think that that's a big one. Someone that can, someone that appreciates your business and someone that, it was, it was a, that's another 
thing that hit me in the head the other day when Aaron Marsh said to us, and I was partners in another title company. I've been, I mean, we've been doing thousands of transactions. So like people have pursued us for our business. But he said something to me the other day that was really, really, really cool. It was like just how much he appreciated working with us as opposed to other real estate agents that don't have assistance. You know, like the contact rate and being able, and I, I never really thought about it at that level. Yeah. Not only is, are they a great resource for us, we're a great resource for them because we're great to do business with. Yeah. You know, so like I, you know, as much as I think about our business, I never really thought about it like that. Like people, like we're like, Great to work with. Yeah, yeah. What about is that, you know, so you got a mortgage lender, got a closing attorney, title company. What else? Daryl Muncie. What's that? Who is that? He's an appraiser. Yes. He's an appraiser and uh, a chef. Makes some really good food. Yeah. But uh, I called him the other day because we had a deal that wasn't closing or that was, it was a house the guy sold in Berea and and was moving to London, and there was a gap between the timeline. But I didn't call him for, I just called him to pick his brain. Like, look, I'm in this situation. The seller's not moving, the buyers aren't moving. What do I do? Yeah, talk through this with me. Just talk through it with me. Talk through this with me. That's one of the biggest things for like, you know, whether it's all of the people that you trust as a resource, it's not always because you don't know the answer. Sometimes just having a conversation out loud and hearing having a different perspective presented can change everything. You, sometimes you're just missing something. You're seeing right here and then just a little outside of that box could be the answer that you were looking for. Yeah. Somebody looking at it from a, from a from we always say, it, uh, well, somebody looking from an eagle's eye view that's not in it, somebody that can it's look at even, it. Yeah. And I think about Derek, I, I think about him a lot because I feel like he always provides me value. I, you know, thinking about resources, how... These companies, like you say, a mortgage partner, like companies approach us to get our business. Mm -hmm. Not in the sense that they're using us as a resource or they want to be a resource for us, right? So it's really easy to see that relationship with Eric and us. You know, we send him a lot of business. Aaron Marsh, we send him a lot of business. No, we don't send him as much business, but he's always available. Yeah. Like, and it's like, how do you pour value into that relationship? Like, those are the ones that are a little trickier. Yeah. Like, how do you get people to answer? You want, they're not really a, res really a resource if they avoid your calls. Yeah, every time I think about if it, it's like a bank. It's like the bank. Yeah. You know, every relationship, I'm always thinking about how can I deposit? How can I deposit? Yeah. I have my relationships. I know which ones are at the top. You know, like everybody is, uh, is you know, people are important. Just thinking, that, about, thinking about it, it as from the sense of a deposit. Are you, I mean, from a bank, the a bank system. Balance. Are you going into a relationship? Like, where do you stand? Where do you stand? Are you overdrawing your account or are you making so many deposits and deposits and deposits that when it comes time to make a withdrawal you've got the you've got the capital you've That's got the big. relationship capital there to make the withdrawal so many times people come in and make a withdrawal with no with no balance in the yeah. account they have nothing that no they've made no deposits before they come and make a withdrawal and some relationships are set up that way yeah some I are. feel like some are some set are. up that way and I feel like you have to put like I think that that's a really that's a really important factor. I mean, when you when you're doing the amount of business that we do, like it's easy for people that uh, we work with to find value in our relationship because we're sending them business. Yeah. Like, but that's not really value in a relationship. That still doesn't get them to answer your phone every time you call. Well, maybe it does. Yeah. But I think that that's a big one. 
like thinking about it like that, like the balance sheet, like I mean, also, to create that, resources. With that though, like you, to get there, I mean, is it every time you're calling someone, is it about business? I know a lot of times when I talk to any of my resources, there's times I will just call to check in. Yeah. Just like, what's up? Just And that's a deposit. Just talking to them about their personal life. Because if we're going to be doing business together, I want to be doing business with people that are in alignment with my values. Yeah. That are, that um, I want to know them. I want, I don't want it to, sometimes there are just business relationships where, you know, you just have a strictly business, business relationship. But if these are resources that, um, that you're going to phone for other things just outside of business or that you're yeah. even going to phone frequently. Right. No one, I mean, it, it creates that stickiness and that tightness in the relationship. Yeah. But it's good to think about it. Yeah. It's good to think about, you know, what you're giving to other people. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think about people that don't answer my calls. Oh, place in my life. Like I've hit this place in my life that it's like people that I know, they don't call me back. I don't call again. Like, I feel like I... I feel like I make a lot of deposits. I make a lot of deposits with people. People I do business with, people I... I mean, I can point thumbs, too. Like, maybe I'm not making enough deposits. But that's always been a thing for me. Yeah. People answer my phones. Yeah. Call I mean, my sisters, I call my answer. mom, I call... Everyone in my family, nobody answers my call. I'm like, well, I'm not treating them right. <laughs> yeah. So, back to, you know, to the real estate, to the real estate agent. Then we take it on, on. We can have a conversation for days about being resourceful and resources. Like real quick, rattle off the, the others. You got a lender. You got a title company. You got an appraiser. Contractors. Contractors. Yeah, you need to have contractors. Like, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to get good relationships with contractors because the ones that are good are busy. It's facts. Mm. They got more work than than. But I mean, that's that becomes one of those things where it's like. How do you create more deposits than withdrawals? With mm-hmm. a contractor, sometimes, like, you know, especially when you're, you're in these transactions with repair requests and, you know, these aren't big ticket, like, jobs that they're doing. They're doing all these little small jobs. And I guess maybe the profit margin might be a little higher, but a lot, getting off a big job to go do a small job, you got to find some balance there and you got to yeah. find some people that are committed to help you, you know, whether it's through, you know, I think, I think a mistake is getting, you know, I mean, you, of course you want people that are, are doing your people and that's how I always present my resources to clients is just that these people want to do right by me because I send them business. Yeah. So you automatically have a layer of trust that I've built over the years. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's, it's a slippery slope because if somebody doesn't call and then you got somebody else, you get two contractors to bend the same thing or whatever they all, you can, you can really, you can get rid of contractors really fast that way. Yeah. Yeah, contractors are another big one. Any any others that you can think of? Broker. The broker. The broker. That's he. We got I two mean, really good brokers here. We got here two really good brokers here. I mean, Kentucky. I really, really like the brokers we have. Um, what else? What else? What about a coach? Yeah. What about a coach? Yeah, right now I'm I'm on a break from a coach. You know, somebody that's done what you, someone, because there's always, I mean, success leaves clues. Yeah. There's patterns to success. And somebody that's all somebody that's already done what you're looking to do, that can help you get there faster with a lot less headache and stress. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Like a coach is a great resource. Yeah, but I think about you. You know, I call you for I call you even even when I know the answer. A lot of times, it's because I call you still, looking for perspective. 
Yeah. Right. Looking for perspective. Like, what's what am I missing here? Am I missing something? It could be a dip, something that's already done. Yeah. It's about to be done, and I already like, again, the answer is known. Another way forward, and oftentimes it's just talking just through it. Just getting reassured that you have the right answer. Yeah. You know, that's. I think that's a lot of times what what it comes down to is having somebody that you can call just to run that stuff by mm-hmm. before you put something in play. Like we. We've saw it a couple times this week with agents. Yeah. Yes, we have. Putting stuff in play, they thought they had the answer. One of the most valuable resources they have are yourself, me, the team. We have, to, you know, in our layer of resources, until they have the people have their own resources, they, our resources are the resources of the people around us. Yeah. So it's leveraging, you know, I'm, when I call you for something, that's what I'm doing is leveraging your resources, you're leveraging mine. We're, that's what we do. But there's of- tons of value in that. Tons of value in it. Getting a resource, like, you know, and those are really big ones for a real estate agent to have. You know, we've covered the mortgage lender, your title, title uh, company, a title attorney, and your appraiser, yeah. your contractors. Uh, we said a coach and there was one more. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, at six or seven right there that are really good resources. If you're a new agent, like you want to have those resources that you can talk through, somebody that can yeah. help you avoid some of the same same mistakes that they if, have. If you think about it in a way, like if you don't have any business to offer them, mm-hmm. what could you do for someone? What could you do for someone to make a deposit in that account before you have the business? That's really good. Before you have the business, because you know, it's like, it's like setting people up to say, okay, well, you need to go out and get these resources, but if you don't have any business and you don't have any, you know, sometimes setting up, setting things up before it's time is the wrong timing. Man, like really, I got a great example of this right here. Okay. Somebody on a personal level, right? right. So they were, it was an agent that was coming into our world. And um, what, what I don't even know what their side of it was, right? But one of the things that they did was before we had, early, early on in the relationship, they were like, hey, I know you've got multiple kids. Here are three people from the the circle that we're in, which comes in in a highly trusted area. He said, here's three people that could ever babysit for you guys if you ever need a babysitter. Right? Wow. Right? And like from that person in in the community that we're in that it came from, Instant trust, instant value add that they offered three babysitters like Didn't that. Didn't have to have anything to do Didn't, with the business. Man, I don't know what they're, like if it was just, because that was intentional. Know, it was very intentional. But they found out it wasn't something that they could do to help me in my business. My business is already going really good. And they didn't, you know, like at that time they were just coming in. There wasn't too many things that they could do to the they business, but added. they added a deposit to my life. Mm, I love that. They added a deposit to my life by offering, you know, by getting to know me and knowing me well enough to know that we do have three young kids and that it is, you know, a challenge sometimes to find someone that can manage. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was a huge, so it's thinking huge about, deposit. So I think that that's really good. That's a really good thought is like you know and sometimes we get so transactional we forget about yeah. the fact that we hold other values we hold other pieces of thing other things that other people need yes we hold them and if we're not like thinking about what other people need like the transactional part is about what we need every time it's about what we need to get a deal done or to to structure somewhere to get a better plan it's like what do other people need that we already have? 
that don't have anything to do with what they do for us. It's really good because it's like you can learn something from everyone. Man, uh, I said I heard good. that recently. They said you could like you. He said go out and give it to the world because somebody out there needs what you have on the inside of you. Mm. I was like, wow, that's really really good. It's really good. Really, so really you're good. talking about uh, Pastor Steph. She's a big resource for you. Oh, both of my pastors are a big resource to me. You know, um, whether it be on spiritual or it's just in general, Pastor Steph is like has a spot here. You always like, say that. I always say that she has a spot here, and our communications. It's not like I'm talking to her every day or every other day or even every week. Yeah. But when we communicate with one another, like there's times where she'll ask me for a book, I'll ask her for a book. Like yesterday, I was going through some of my resources. Like, who? I need something good to read right now, and I wanted to get it from different places. And then I was like, Pastor Steph, gotta ask her. And she sent me like five to seven. She sent me seven books, and I had read only two out of the seven. So I was like, wow, that's awesome. But yeah, just having those. The reason why I didn't respond to your text message is because of what it said. I know. I asked you, I left it in a. I don't think this is the place for that. (laughs) Why not? You asked me about the book. We cannot talk about it (laughs) another time. We're talking about resources right now. Yeah, well, I mean, you you asked me for a book, and then you just bragged up what another resource did for you with the book. She sent you six books. But you said to me that I didn't have to answer the question right now. You said, yeah, I told you that because it was yeah, later yeah. in the day. That's all I'm saying. It was later in the day, and I was like, you know, like, hey, just think about it from between <laughs> now and tomorrow. But if you wouldn't, if you would have left the last sentence out, most likely I would have put it out right then. You would have responded. But you gave me a, a yeah. pass. You're yeah. like, oh, just you just talk me about tomorrow. it tomorrow. Like, it's not like I need it right at this very moment. Like, let's <laughs> talk about it tomorrow. And I know we don't text. We don't our text. And another way is hey, knowing how your resources communicate. Yeah. Knowing how your resources communicate, yeah. you and I do not text like that. It's a, it's a, it's a five word. <laughs> if you look at our text thread, it's five words max in each one. If it goes longer than five words, like so I have somebody that texts is the way to communicate with them. <laughs> Others that uh, send in a quick voice message is the way to communicate with them. Yeah. Others is straight phone call. That's the way to get a hold of you is to give you a straight phone call. Yep. Knowing how to communicate with the resources is really good. So too. that. That's good. So knowing what, knowing what, so there's a couple things that I've picked up so far is knowing what other people need, like mm-hmm. something that you have to offer that doesn't have anything to do with what you need, what you they a, need. How can you be a resource to someone how else? How can you be the resource to someone else? And I feel like I do that. Like, I feel like I'm, sure. I'm that, like without the intention. Like I know that I, I know that I, uh, sometimes I'm not good about it, but at least I'm, I, I know that I'm conscious of it. Like, I'm conscious of when I don't deposit as much as I withdraw. It's funny, too, because, like, what do they call it? The law of reciprocity? The law of reciprocity, like, people feel not obligated is not the word, that, but for lack of a better word, I'm going to say obligated. People feel more obligated to do something in retirement once you've done something for them. So it's like the law of reciprocity. Not what's in it for me is how can I genuinely help this other person better their life or better something that they have. And I feel like, speaking for myself, a lot of times my heart is there. My heart is there. I would do anything for anyone. I would give the shirt off my back. But I don't communicate that to people. Mm. Sometimes you say sometimes make it be known. Like, make it be known. Make it be known that you're willing to help people with what they need. Not a general blanket statement. Oh, I'll help anybody that will... Yeah. Except my help. Yeah. No. But like, f- understanding what people need and what they want and saying it out loud that you're willing to help them with it. 
Mm. That was one thing. And then the way that people communicate, I think that was another big piece of it. Is if you're going to make deposits with people, figure out the best way to communicate with them. Because mm. some banks you can pull in and make a deposit. Some of them are online. Some of them, are, you know, some of you <laughs> make a deposit on a check on the phone. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really you good. Know? So, it's figuring out how to make the deposit so that it's going to have the most impact, and figuring out what the currency is, right? What the currency with. is. That's good. What else? So, like tying that into, you know, Tony Robbins. That's a powerful statement saying that it's the number one common trait, uh, the number one shared trait between the most successful people that Tony Robbins has talked to. Like, what does that make you think about just with resourcefulness? I think that... I think it has... Back it up a little bit. Because I think the resourcefulness comes out of awareness. Like, I think... To be resourceful, you have to be aware. Like you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be aware of the opportunities, and you have to be aware of of who you want to be around and who you want to be. Who who is it? Who is the top choice for the resource in each each area of your life? Like the the place where you know this is the question that you have about this. Who is the very best resource you could possibly have? Yeah. But then being aware of what the opportunity is to make deposits and how they like to communicate and how they how they prefer for the deposits to be made. It's really, really good right there. I just wrote that it's down. Really good. I just wrote that down. Resourcefulness requires awareness. Mm. Resourcefulness requires awareness. And I awareness. think that that piece of it, it's like, we're, you know, we're always in this place. I mean, as a leader, when you have people around you and it's like, and I talk about this all the time. It's like, like not, like you. It's hard to understand how some people think, right? Like, or how to understand what's going on in their head, or what. But I'll take it back to this one thing. Is like, what I've noticed is the difference in people's ability to spot opportunities, and the same thing is the awareness, right? Yeah. To spot the opportunity, and I'm not saying the opportunity. For yourself to win but the opportunity on how to help someone or how to create an impact that is helpful like that that awareness of the opportunity to contribute to someone's or to deposit into someone's account yeah, yeah. you got to have that that that's the piece to just don't see with every person and i don't know if that's something that can be trained because i feel like almost to a certain extent like we beat our head against the wall trying to help people spot opportunities like we do. Mm. And I, to say some people have it, some people don't, I don't know if that's the right thing to say. It's like sometimes you're the, sometimes you're required to be resourceful and sometimes you, and, and you have to, to be resourceful, you have to be willing to be a resource as well. Yes. To be resourced, for you to be resourceful and go seek a resource, you've got to be willing to be a resource for someone else. It makes me think about something I heard again recently. Who said it? I don't remember. They said that in order for you, like, you have to continually 
you have to continually pour from your cup into others so that you have room to continue to fill your cup. Yes. You got to fill your cup. You got to continue to pour into others so that you have room to refill your cup. Yes. Like, and I was like, I just love the analogy and the visual of that right there. Yeah. So in order to be a res, in order for you to be resourceful, you have to be the resource. You have to be willing and open and to be the resource to someone else. Yeah. That's that's really, really good. Yeah. That's great. Man. What else? That's That's a great, being resourceful. Like, how do you, oh, okay. How would someone improve their resourcefulness? Or I don't even know if that's the way to word that question, but do you see where I'm coming at? How do you, how do you improve your skill of being resourceful? I think it's, I think it's by improving the resources, like. Leveling up your resources. Yeah. And not to say like, some people, some people, let's just take it in the, in the realm of social media. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one thing I learned about Eric really quick in our relationship is that he's horrible with social media. Like yeah. literally logs on maybe once every three months and just stalks people and doesn't like anything and doesn't comment anything. Right? Ninja. He's like a, he's like a social media ninja. Right? I mean, but he's so good at what he does in the mortgage business, right? He's so good. He's so good at talking to people. He's so good. He's so good. Spotting opportunities. Yes. Talking, like communicating people, like just everything. He's really, really good yes. at what he does. Yes. So when I, when I, when I think about like when you say lender partner, being in a relationship and like having great resources, I think that's, I mean, probably one of the biggest things that I think about when I talk about other resources or talk about adding resources to our world is not trying to find people we have to teach how to do social media to like, or not that we know how to do it, but it's, it's like, it's like they may be really good at one thing, but at the other thing, somebody is just way better. Yeah. So it doesn't take away from this piece, but then it's like how many, resources can you allow really true really true partner resources people that you're plugged into they're plugged into your business you're plugged into theirs and they're you know they're all in you're all in how can you be all in with more than one person two thoughts on that right there is like some of my resources i think about like man some of my resources like i haven't talked to in months but they call me, I'll call them, and it's just like, you know, just boom, right back on the right. bike riding. Right. Right back to being, right back to it. Don't yeah. have to talk every single day. Another one is improving yourself in personal development so that when the opportunity to level up your resource group, to level up the people that you surround yourself with presents itself, yeah. you're, I don't want to say qualified, and at the same time, like you're prepared for it, yeah, like yeah. self-improvement. Because I think about one of my one of my relationships, right? And I think about a lot of the times that, you know, being in the right room at the right time. Like you can be in the right room, and you not be prepared, and you miss out on the opportunity yeah. because you haven't developed yourself, and you're not focused on personal development to fit to not fit, but to be prepared for that conversation. Like well, personally be, developing yourself, like to be the desired person the people want to talk to like to be the person I'm not really like a hunter like when it comes to no gaining new resources I'm not really out like begging people I don't 
I don't really want any more friends. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want not to say that I don't want more friends, but that's not I'm not looking to socialize with people. Yeah. But I am. The opportun- I, the, the resources and the opportunities like when they when you're in the right place, they present themselves they present because themselves. you're prepared. Yeah. And they see you as someone that they see you as someone that's resourceful. Right. They see you as someone that's resourceful and it can be a resource to them. Yes. So, that's a big one, man. I think being you know, that's been that's been a major focus. Like through all the questions of what needs to happen next, what are we gonna do? Where are we gonna go? How are we gonna get more leads? What are we gonna you know, all these things have been running through our heads since COVID hit and you know, all the differences in business. It's just taking that focus back to yourself. Taking, too. taking it back to yourself, right. And learning to be a better resource for other people. Mm-hmm. How can I show up better every How single day? How can I show up better every day? How can I show up as someone that is a great resource? It's mm. really good. It's really good. It's really good. Go out and be resourceful. Work on being resourceful. Focus on being resourceful. resourceful. And if you don't know how to be resourceful, LTFG. Yeah. Well, two things. Remember, the two things that well I learned today, <laughs> right, is one, being aware. Of, of what whether you're making deposits or you're doing withdrawals all the time like that and then learning how to communicate with your resources in the way they want to be communicated with I think that that's a really good start figuring out what you can do for them it doesn't have to be business it could be like DJ said the, the agent that started and came to him and said you know I know three people that could babysit I know you have three kids and I have some friends that would babysit like that not one transaction and was able to come put that together and then become a resource. I love it. I mean, for me, a big takeaway is I mean, adding on to those because those are two big takeaways is continuing the, the journey of personal development yourself mm-hmm. and growing yourself because it's, it's, it's one of the six human needs too. Yeah. growing yourself. And I mean, six human needs, you got certainty, uncertainty, a variety, love and connection, uh, significance. And then on the spiritual level is growth and contribution, mm-hmm. right? Every, so everybody wants to feel significant at some level, yeah. significant, and everybody wants to grow. So growing yourself and, yeah, this is a really big one for me to add to those two. I'm in the process of shrinking myself. I mean, I'm growing, but I'm shrinking. Anyway, it's good. Shrinking body size, body mass, right? Yeah. Body mass. All right, till next time, make sure you guys are making some com- comment please or like something maybe share it share it let us know what you think if you want us to do something different you got a topic you want us to talk about make sure you subscribe to the channel too if you want to be on the show too don't if you want to be here like sitting in the middle don't don't hesitate to reach out we'd love to have a uh, we're always looking for new resources that's right